Hello everyone. Adam here from Three Count Radio, and today I have the loud mouth of British Indies, Charlie Grubbers. How are you doing? That's that's quite the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Um, Very long. It's quite. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not bad. It's nice to know that you've you've uh, decided to pop yourself down to the pound shop after all the. Uh, after all the guests that you've had on here, and then you've uh, <laughs> decided to to come and get get a, like a one off cheap um, cheap deal on there. You've got to haven't you? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. You've got to fluctuate. Once you have a big name, and you're gonna go down a bit. Now, yeah. I, honestly, I, I don't mind. I'm, it's fan to fan with this one. This is a this is a podcast where it's fan to fan. We can have a laugh. We can just chill. Yeah. Like, exactly. I, no, no pressure. No fuss with this one. No pressure. No, 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 no. no. How are you doing anyway, pal? How are you doing? Yeah. I'm alright. I'm okay. Um, luckily, we're getting out of this mess. Hopefully, within the next month. Um, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like it's weird to think that like the first show is back in two weeks time well less than two weeks time yeah um, my mum told me that and it threw me a bit that it's it's really really weird that threw me i was waiting about i was thinking you know about two months down the line something no two weeks yeah okay that's yeah. really a lot yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it though I, Future Shock's got to be absolutely incredible. It's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because, because, uh, <laughs> you know, you, we've seen the roster announcers. We've got people like Holly Barlow, who's a former guest of Pocket League. And there's a plug. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> This is this is you you the testing of your editing skills. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the testing on if I edit it out or not. That's yeah. the testing. That's the real test on if if I do actually edit this out or not. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, do that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So where are we? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Is it, is it a week on Sunday? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So you've you've got people like uh, Chris Ridgeway, uh, the Young Guns, the Big Guns, Joe, who's another former guest in the podcast. You see, this is this is where the plugs come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get watching. Yeah, watching everyone. Exactly, yeah. Who else have we got? Uh, Lana Rostin, who has decided to eat a sour apple. Um, <laughs> um, I went through this quite, quite a lot with Holly. I'm looking forward to see Holly kick her ass. I used to love Lana Rostin up until that here turn on Holly. And it's, it's weird. Like, it's weird I, I, I you... You never saw, like, because you didn't go to the, the last show before it all went to pop. It was, you know, you, 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 you just went. 
Yes. Yeah, I, I think I, I think if I'm not mistaken, I had work and I just couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Um. So I uh, yeah, she came out to some like punk rock version of Paint It Black, and it's like yeah, yeah. okay, that that works, that works. I mean, um, she can't really come out to Venga Boys, can she? <laughs> it works. It works. It still works. You know. Um, uh, I can't even remember who else we've got on the. the Basically, all the greatest hits, but DDL as well. That's got to be fantastic. Oh yeah, and it's been ages since it's everyone. Like it, it, oh, it just oh, yeah, feels oh, yeah. like future shock. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, and then we've got uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Evo as well, who decided to pop her, her head in. Um, she actually, <laughs> she actually texted me um, when when that announcement got revealed, and she said to me, "It's it's typical that um, I don't wrestle for nearly a year and a half, and I have to make me return in Manchester. How typical is that?" And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I just said, well, you, you can't exactly brag that Liverpool are champions anymore, so you'll be fine. That's now. the gutting thing with this gimmick. These, like, Liverpool finally, after all this time, win the league. And well, she can't it, brag about it because well, the, se- the, the season after is done. The it's season after it is done, and it's not going to be the season for Liverpool. So for her, that must have sunk deep. That must have yeah. sunk deep for her. Yeah. Imagine the heat she'd have gotten. She'll still well, get heat. She'll still get nuclear heat regardless. Like she will still get uh, heat yeah. regardless. She's a scouse wrestler in Liverpool, in, in Manchester. Sorry, she'll get heat. She's a scouser anywhere, and she'll get heat. This is the thing. Other um, than Liverpool, yeah. Any a scouser outside of Liverpool. Well, gets heat. well, she did. She, she actually like. I was discussing this with her the other day. Actually, she actually gets booed in TNT as well when she's supposed to be a baby face. Um, she, she gets heavily booed. She, uh, I was just, just I, I forgot what it was. I was discussing this with like wondering if she would actually get booed in Liverpool, but yeah, yeah. she's a good heel. Mm, yeah, she gets wow. being a heel. She's a very good heel. So yeah, I I, I guess. It's really weird that though. Scouts are getting booed in Liverpool, but well, I guess not a lot. I, so, I demographic, not the football demographic, so I don't know how many people will be watching football as well. So, uh, we worked this out the other day actually. We've known each other now for four years. You and Nizza? I was. No, me was and it? you. Yeah, we've yeah. known 2017. Years. 2017, my first feature show was 2017. Madness. Yeah, Madness. yeah. Mine was long before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that much. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine, it was the Pete Dunn match. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to get into the indie scene for a bit. And it's the Pete Dunn match that got me. And my mom told me. Was it Pete and Sonna? I think it was. For the adrenaline title. Pete won. Yeah, Pete won. Pete won the title. Um, 
And the thing with that was my mum. Uh, my mum went in and talked, but obviously I went with my mum, she brought me in. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is just the best thing ever. Yeah. And then my mum, after the show, I just see her walking off. I was like, where are you going to get in the, get in the next tickets? There we yeah. go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> we were hooked since then. We were hooked. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I think this is a good segue. Because um, I don't think I was very good at my segues last time. Well, that was on the radio. Well, you, 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 get, you get used to them. You get used to them. Um, that's my segue into the, into the indies. Not into wrestling, but into the indies. Yes. Um, with you, what was your, what got you into into pro wrestling as a whole? God, right. Okay. So my grandma used to run a uh, alternative uh, golf club in the middle of Manchester okay. um, called the Banshee, uh, and when it was around, it was the most popular alternative uh, nightclub in, in the country and people would, would travel from all over the country to go go to this, this club um, and she, she, she met my granddad through that through that and uh, he was he was um, an electrician for uh, you know events and doing rights and all that sort of stuff uh, right and, and one of the first shows I went to uh, that I can remember was uh, I want to say 2005 2006 Mad. Um, people, people like uh, Dean Olmark and Jody Fleisch and Johnny Storm, you know, that sort of people. Anyway, so I, I, that sort of came about because my granddad was doing the electric, the electrics for the venue. Um, so I basically got in there for nothing. Uh, and it, you know, freebies are always the best thing. But, uh, oh, can contain that a bit of a freebie? Uh, yeah. So... It was basically from, from there, so that's what, 10, 11, 12, I can't be bothered doing a fucking maths, this isn't, this isn't a maths podcast, this is a fucking wrestling podcast, you, you know. I got, you, a, I got you, any, we sat it, got a D, don't worry, we're, we're doing the maths in um, this podcast, don't worry about that, Paul. We do the maths. Stick your long division up your ass. Um, so, um, it sort of went from there. Um, and then we, we obviously, well, my we, we brother was into it as well at one point. Um, so we obviously started going to shows and whatever. And then we went to, uh, uh, I, think, I think it was a SmackDown taping in about 2008. Um, and no, it wasn't. It was 2010. Uh, we were sat, I want to say the second row because of my eyesight. Um, and Cody Rhodes was doing this the whole I'm dashing you, you like a stupid, you 
you know, Uncle Idiot thing. Um, yeah. He, bear in mind, this was this was filmed for for TV, and he um, went up to my, my uh, dad during this TV tape with a bottle of mouthwash. Uh, handed it to bear in mind somewhere here I've still got that bottle of mouthwash it's disgusting but I've still got that bottle of mouthwash uh, that he handed to me dad and said uh, don't don't worry it's got alcohol in it you'll be fine um, yeah. but what makes it even funnier is my dad's not English he's Australian so that made it even funnier was the fact that he thought he was British um, but, <laughs> I don't, like, I wasn't really into it to start with. Like, to start with, I just thought, what the hell's this? Because bear in mind, I just got in there for, for no reason, basically. Um, and then, uh, I started doing it and doing it and doing it, and then I had a break for, um, for the reasons that we'll go into later on in the podcast anyway. Um, but then, like, during that, that period of time, I had to say to myself, right, okay, I need somewhere to let my hair down and get, take myself away from what what's going on. Um, and that's where... It, that came in um, and at that point I was, I was basically travelling all over the country um, seeing these shows I've seen Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet in a Leeds nightclub for £10 and that was only in 2017 yeah, so imagine watching that and you're getting for a tenner no, I know it's ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. The talent. <laughs> the talent. He's almost 50. Yeah, well, you know. Insanity how good he is. Who is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but then, then I started, like, I wasn't... Like, believe it or not, I wasn't always as loud as I am now. Um, that was never always the case um, because some of these people legitimately scared me Um, they were scary scary people and I'm not talking about the fake Undertaker that you used to get on those tribute shows that you got in the (laughs) town hall um, <laughs> oh no! Speaking about black leggings, yeah, yeah, that's an overcoat and yeah, um, makeups you get for what you get for blue pound shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then the rest, the rest was sort of history, really. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll go into it later on in the podcast about how everything sort of branched out and yada, yada, yada. But that, that's the, the base of it anyway. Well, yeah. Like, that's the thing with the indies. Where it's not like WWE. WWE, you've got this product, there you go. Whereas 
the indies if you watch one part do you think oh i like that guy oh, i like that girl you think oh oh okay and now they're on this promotion it's over here and now they're over there and then you find out different people and different people mm. and it branches itself all out that's why the indies are so great and when at window do we poached a load of british indie stars and people are crying out saying oh the indies are dead they never die the indies they will never die look at so many young stars of the indies at the moment you young guns holly ball or tonga that's as far as they see people that have had exposure we're not even talking about the people who haven't had proper exposure there's people yeah. like lizzie and the young guns and, and tonga who have been on like national television or the yeah. work away from that you've got so many other guys and so many other girls and tag teams and everything else yeah. it's not dead Get that phrase out it, of your it, 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 it won't die. Made to last, oh. Ethan Kelly, like Chase Alexander, so many great stars. So many yeah. great stars. Yeah. It's great because I, I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling people are sick of hearing me say this, but it's like a family. It really is. You feel welcome or some Certain ones, some I've felt, okay, maybe it's not for me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Like, uh, there's there's a difference between a show like Future Shock mm-hmm. and a show like um, Progress. Big difference. Um, yeah. Big big difference. I've I've never felt like Progress is a is a family. I've, I've never felt like I've Progress. been to one Progress show. As you know, as you know, and that's the one where Tony Storm lost the title to Ginny. Oh, yeah. It was sad. But then, uh, hey, I met I met Tony Storm for the first time. I've seen her twice now. But I met yeah. her for the first time. And back then, like, Tony was a megastar for me. She still is. I love Tony. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's brilliant. I was, and, it's, and it's great to see her, like, flourish yeah. within NXT. And yeah. it's like, weird to think, okay... Just a couple of years ago, I sat and watched this girl in, in a venue of 250 people for £15. Yeah. It's like, right, yeah. Exactly. It's insane, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's weird. It is weird. Um, really weird. It's, it's really weird, but brilliant. Like, when you think oh, of... Um, yeah. When you think of the Grizzard Young Veterans as well, like... Not yeah. one person has a bad word to say about them. Not one person. Everybody absolutely adores them because they are some of the they are two of the best going right now. Yes. Yes. They, they, uh, they had it all coming to them anyway. Like they knew they knew it was coming. Um I certainly knew it was coming. Um even when James Drake had, had that disgusting blonde streak in it, in his hair. And the, the, the two of them, what's, what was the name of the other one? Axel Rage, he buggered off. The two of them were, were um, 
the Blackpool Bronze, and it's <laughs> like, right, yeah, okay. And then you had Zach Diamond Gibson when he actually had hair. Yeah, that's a strange sight, isn't it? And he, and he pretended to have a mank accent as well. Yeah. That, that, that happened. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Just take, I'll just take that at face value. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'll just take that at face value. That, that happened, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just take that one at face value because I can't imagine that. Well, just just look back at old, really old footage. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, weird. I want to, you know. I think I'm going to leave that as is. I don't want my... I don't want my illusion of him broken. I want it to remain intact. I remember one of the shows that you know we crap that and then it gets faster and faster and all that. We were doing that. And if I'm not mistaken, it may have been a oh, don't quote me. But it may have been a tables match against. Um, I know exactly which match you're talking about. And it's we clapping like that. Years ago. And he yeah. goes, we're clapping and clapping. And Jack, the back just turns to the fans and goes, I'm not I'm gonna not go gonna, any faster. I'm not gonna move any quicker. <laughs> and the fans, it was, it was brilliant. It, it was absolutely brilliant. They get it. They get it. Yeah. They just yeah. get it. it yeah. Oh, it's, like, it's brilliant. For it's those... nice to see the Americans and the Canadians and, and the people from around the world going, oh, okay, these two have something. These two yeah. are really, really good at what they're doing. And I don't, I don't know if it's the same for you, but when you see people like that on a stage like that, and you sit there and you go, well, that is fantastic because oh. I saw him go from here to there. And it's like, right, yeah. 100%, yeah. I, I completely get it, yeah. Because it, it, you, it's the same because I've only... Compared to you, I'm a rookie when it comes to Future Shark. Four years ago, still can't believe that, but yeah, four years ago... I started watching Future Shock. Now, I've, now we, you and I have seen Holly Barlow's rise. On the, on you certainly the, have. So. Yeah. Now, for me, I've grown a special attachment to Holly as a babyface because, oh, because you see these people start, there you go. Like you watch their journey from the beginning, who they were and who they grow to be. And in yeah. any storyline, any story whatsoever, when you see who they were and who they're growing, who they grow on to grow to be, it's great to see it's, that development. It is, it's, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, like another another big example for me is is somebody like um, Alexis Falcon. Mm-hmm. Who, completely I, I want to say within the last two maybe three years has really come into herself and made herself her character yeah you know she's she's said this to me in, in the past 
her character is basically her drunk and on a night out. Yeah, um, I can imagine that. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> a few too, a few too many bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, away from that, you've got people like Summer Durson. I remember sitting and watching Summer Durson when he was 16 years, 17, 16, 17 years old. And it's okay. like, oh, okay. And then just look at him now, you know? We were there live at Raw when he was in the squash oh. match against Eric Rowan. Squash match, yeah. squash match or not, that means Raw are keeping Thompson and they know he's there. That's huge for him. Squash match yeah. or not, but that's massive for him. Mm. And today they missed it by going to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did I miss? So you just missed some of the dust in the room. Oh. I know, I, the one time you choose to go to the toilet, you missed one of the biggest <laughs> local talents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great though. Yeah. He right now is good enough to be on that roster without a shadow of a doubt. It's it's like that whole run that he did with the adrenaline title, where it was. I think we called him the world beater, Summer Durson versus the world. I think that was the whole stick, and that was a, that was a gimmick that he was sort of um, portraying, uh, and he beat. Uh, he beat Danny Hope, he beat Joey Hayes, he beat Rockstar Spud, he beat Flash Morgan Webster, um, he beat uh, who else did he beat? Um, I can't, um, yeah, yeah, just just about you know, Sam Bailey, Ashton Smith. A load of, a load of people. It was just bang, 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 bang. And it, uh, at that time, it's like, right, okay, this guy at the moment is completely unstoppable. Yeah. Who's going to take this title away from him? And then Pete Dunn came along. That's when I started. Came, so I missed genuinely, that. People genuinely thought, right? People said. He's under a WWE UK contract. There is no way he is winning that title. And what happened? He won that title. Mm-hmm. And people lost it. <laughs> they absolutely lost it. They were not... The, people were not expecting that at all. It was incredible. It's a great match too. Like, absolutely incredible match. I mean... Come on, Pete Dunn and Sonny Durson. So it's always got to be a classic, regardless. Those two are, are absolute phenomenal talents. Pete Dunn's incredible. Sonny Durson's incredible. It goes yeah. without saying, but yeah, like, when you look at if I came in at the tail end of that, that's when I started yeah, watching. Yeah, very tail end of that. You miss, you miss some, some absolute corkers. Yeah, but um, then I I've seen some caucus along the way as well. Absolutely, right. yeah. Right. No matter, no matter yeah. what, that is a great thing. No matter what time you start watching, yeah, you can see caucus and different people will gravitate to different wrestlers, and then that's the wrestler that will keep you coming. 
Yeah, um, that's that's a really good analogy, actually, of, of how, like, because there's a lot of people that go there for a certain wrestler and stay for... That is why the thing with Sonna worked so well. Yeah. Was because... Excuse me. Um, was because the big name was being brought in to face the, this guy that, well, I don't want to say nobody had ever heard of, but had been advertised a little bit smaller than, than the person that he's facing. In comparison to Pete Dunne. Exactly. Yeah. And the person that he's facing is a, is a drawer of the... Uh, is the main drawer of the situation. And the people who come in for the big star that they've seen on the telly or the NXT or the NXT UK stay for the people that they see for the rest of the show, building up to that one big star that's on the front of the poster. Yeah. Important like that, that. Is, is that is that the the right way of saying it? I I think so. Yeah, you get in, you get big imports like that, and it's great business because not only does it bring in crowds, but it puts over um, the great talent that you're putting in with that import. Yeah, I mean, I I remember going to Future Shock months, you know, moons and moons back, um, and they brought in Cole Cabana. Oh yeah. And the place was hammered, yeah. because of the fact that he was like he was there. It was great business. That's great. It's great. well, everybody wins. They get money in the checks. They get money in the back pocket. If it's booked mm. well, the the is gonna receive a great reception regardless. But if you book it correctly. The person he's in the ring with will also get a great perception because the person he's in the ring with, yeah, he's not the in, the import is great, but the person he's in the ring with, he's the one that's staying. He's yeah, the yeah. one that the fans have gravitated to because we've seen him grow locally at this show. We haven't seen him become this. We, we've seen him become the person that he is today. The import yeah, exactly. will come Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, it, that's that's a good way of, of saying it, yeah. We've had great imports. Wolfgang was a fantastic one that I think we took a little bit for granted. I, I think we took for granted how great of an import Wolfgang was. I wouldn't call him an import. I wouldn't call he him an import. He stayed for a long time, even though he, he didn't need to oh, because he was under contract with NST UK at the time. I don't think people expected him to stay as long as he did. He, it was amazing. He, like, I didn't expect that at all. We had a full, like a full year of, um, of Wolfgang. Yeah. Like, and a full, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't expect that at all. It's someone of his stature, of his status, how good he is. Around that time, around that time, think of it this way, right? The champions around that time, you had. Spartan, who was the women's champion. You had Wolfgang, who was the adrenaline champion. 
who was contracted to NXT UK. You had Ashton Smith, who was a Future Shock champion, who was then contracted to NXT UK. You had the tag team champions of Chris Ridgway and Tyson T-Bone. Tyson T-Bone also being contracted to NXT UK. You know? Like, even... Even that little stint that the Grizzled Young Veterans did after they won the uh, NXT UK Tag Team titles, people yeah. weren't expecting them to stick around. They lost their minds. People, <laughs> did not, people did not expect them to stick around at all. Two of the like, best. I tell you what, I would say that that show, that, which was at the time built the last show at the Guildhall, that, that aged well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining either. I love um, the Guildhall. No, no, I'm not complaining. I love the Guildhall. I think it's a fantastic venue. I think it's yeah. really intimate. I think it's a, a really, I think it embodies a future shock feel more than anything else. Um, so yeah, uh, so it's yeah, that that show was wow, it was good, it was good, yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that and press switch, but no more press switch, yeah, I know that, that, that. what a venue that was as well. That so many menu, me, menu, memories. So many memories in Press Switch. And There's a lot of memories in there for me. Like, yeah. I can't believe it's, I can't believe there's going to be no more Press Switch for Future Shock. Well, it was meant to be demolished about four years ago, so they've, they've gone really well with it. Yeah. They've done, they've done really well with it. Fair play to them. Um, it's still sad. It's still very sad. It's a great venue, absolutely great venue. But we had the good off. Think of think of the matches that we did see in that venue, though. We were one of only two promotions at the time to have a WWE title defended on an indie show. The other being ICW. Pete Dunn versus Zach Gibson. Exactly, yeah. And Zach Gibson, yeah. Zach Gibson at the time was part of ICV World of Sport. Mm. So, you know. We had um, Sonny Derson and McGregor for the future shot title. Um, so many Queen Bee segments in press switch. Oh, I, I, I miss so them. Many. So do I. I miss them. I, I can't. I can't wait to get back to to shows and get to TNT and TNT's version of of the Queen Bees is is, is, is the She Wolves. Um, I had an absolute blast having Molly on here. Oh, she is she's amazing. She's the best. She is the best. She's really sorry, amazing. Sorry, what, what, what I meant to say was she's an absolute bitch. Um, <laughs> and she loves you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I love her. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Wild Love, Durson and Pack. That crossed my mind as well. That did cross my mind. Durson and Pack. Durson and Pack. Yeah. He had no idea about yeah. that as well. Yeah. He had no idea that, about that. that. I, thought, I thought that was a really good, really nice touch. And yeah. you know, I don't think I don't think any of the staff knew either mm. because looking back at that video, there's a video on on the Facebook that uh, Chris Brooker recorded live of, of the crowd, and like one of the best faces, like you had James Greenwood outside of the ring, absolutely gobsmacked of the thing. <laughs> then you have. Uh, Isaiah Quinn on the laptop doing doing the entrance music and the entrance videos and he just and you you can see it, he just presses play on this video not knowing what it is and then he just goes it's like right, yeah yeah, I don't think anyone knew you had I think the giveaway was like you see um, Abby and Lydia at the merch stand going mental as well. I went over, I went over to them, and they had no idea whatsoever. It was really, really well done. It was yeah. really, really well done. And the I... match delivered tenfold. The match was so, so good. Yeah. It's just we've been lucky with Future Shock, and I believe we're going to get even more lucky going forward. Like, it's just how it is. It's just how it is at Future Shock. They are so good at what they do. They understand wrestling. They understand storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like one of the sort of main stories, like since you've been going around mm. and going to these shows, was the like massive year-long build of um, Summer Durson versus Sam Bailey. And that that whole thing where Sam turned on Sonner and he became a bit of a dickhead and he wouldn't he wouldn't talk to any you know he sat on on commentary with with uh, Rob who again he he's another star he he oh, he knows he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, he sat on commentary with Rob and it was just gold. Um, I also want to point out how amazing it was when uh, one of the very few times that it it happened when uh, poor old Rob had to put Spartan for about 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) You know, yeah. Yeah, she used to. She used to always go over to the commentary table and just shout in the face. It was, it was, it was, it was you know, I shouted at her once, once, yeah. right? Uh, that whole, that whole thing that she did, you know, with the introduction of Jailer and yada yada yada. The one time that I shouted at her, I shouted at her once, and that was it, because she got right up in my face. And it's like, right, that, that, you know you know how much I shout at people, right? And how much I like to get a reaction out of people. That was one of the few times that I've gone, right, no, not for me, see you later. 
No chance. Not a chance. So <laughs> one time. One show. Um where I said I I don't get why. I don't get why. Like why I did this. But I did. Um at Presswitch, the entrance where you have to jump down, don't you? Yeah. Well she jumped got up, jumped down, they have the steel chair, the Queen Bee's chair. Um, oh, yeah. she launched it down at like my it was like at my feet, just battered on the floor. She got down, picked it up, looked at me and just went, Calm down. Big mistake. She just looks at me in my face and just goes like that. Just goes, This is me, calm. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, okay, I'll sit in the corner. And we proceeded to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Just there, watching the match going on, I think Casey was in the ring, I think. And yeah. she's like, literally, inches sat away from me and just kept glancing over. I and I just, I'm just like, I think oh, that amazing. was Holland's singles match debut where she beat Casey. She beat Casey and it was this whole, oh my goodness, Jay was, Jay was cost the Queen Bees again. Mm. And it was, it was a massive thing as well because even then, Casey was a massive name. Yeah. Like, you know, former ICW Women's Champion three times. Yeah. Not, not once, three times. You know, and then for, for her to get beat by a Future Shock Academy graduate at the, at the time. Mm. I'm, 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 I say at the time, because you you obviously know where where she's gone to now, and it's like yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but it was I want to say it's thanks to them, thanks to um, the the Queen Bees that, that a certain thing became a thing for me. Um, Mainly, mainly because I had the piss taken out of me for cheering these uh, loud Scottish and Irish women um, rather than cheering for the lovable man baby face that was Lana Austin at the time. Um, and I think, I think it was thanks to that that a certain thing became a thing for me. I have a book here, and if I'm not mistaken, many years ago, you put on sit down, shut up, and is that what I'm thinking of? Is that what yes, that's that's what exactly. I'm referring to here because I have that written down here, and I seem to have during my research, my extensive research <laughs> as a podcast journalist, I seem yeah, yeah. to recall JJ Webb and the Queen Bee is very much enjoying your sit down shut up. Let's talk about that, shall we? Yes, let's. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's, first of all, right? Let's your just glasses are strong. Yeah. Let's, let's just, just say that. What are you saying? Your glasses are mental. They are strong. I put them on before JJ put on this one. Before. <laughs> no, no, no. That is that. It was before. 
That's a sad yeah, situation. Man. That's way, that's way, that's about two years down the line from this. JJ, JJ Webb is just JJ Webb. Yeah. Like, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> First of all, um, yeah. So sit down, shut up. Was you probably tried that on the Austin ship? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, mate. Oh, you're you, you saved me twenty quid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, sit down, shut up. You win a lot on the Austin ship. Was worth it. The sit down, shut up was something that I. Um, came up with while I was uh, I spent a month in Australia um, during like I want to say June 2018 I spent a month in Australia um, and I was gutted because I was missing about four maybe five Future Shock shows during that also, month during yeah. that month during that way, it was ugh. anyway. So I said to myself, because the first show that I was missing was uh, one of the underground shows, one of the underground shows, and I was literally missing it by a day, which really angered me at the time. Like, really angered yeah. me. Um, so, so I thought, right, okay. Screw the time difference. I've got, I've got jet lag anyway. I'm not going to sleep, so I may as well sit and watch these Facebook lines at the court. So um, <laughs> I think, it, I think it was the the uh, tag team all wins legal match that uh, that happened. Um, between James Drake, Lana Austin, uh, Molly Spartan, and, and DDL. And DDL. So, oh. uh, I'm on the Facebook Live. So Molly, Molly was, was coming out with the title, yada, 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 yada. So he, she comes down off this ramp and goes straight to you lot and shouts straight in your, your right, goes straight to you, straight in your face. Right? So at that point, I thought, hang on a minute. We, you know, I, I could do something here as part of something for, for charity. Um, because my... My mum my, my my was diagnosed with, with cancer about seven, six, seven years ago. It came out of nowhere. Um, it, it literally did come out of nowhere. Uh, and I, at the time, I, I wanted to give something back and try and raise a little bit of money for it. So I thought, you know what? I'm a loud mouth little shit. Yeah. Let's, um, yeah, no argument from you there. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's, let's try and like spin that on its head a little bit. So that's where Sit Down Shut Up came about. Um, and then it escalated. And then it escalated a little bit more. And then it escalated a little bit more. Because the original idea 
was for me to just sit down and not say a word through the entire show. That was the original idea. And boy, oh boy, did it friggin' escalate into all sorts of things from there. And it's like, so I put this thing up with the fundraising page and yada yada, you know, to get the word out, everything else. And then I get um, a, a, a tweet from, from Future Shot Chrysling saying, um, we'll donate £100 uh, if you wear our an Austin shirt. I'm like, right. Right, okay. Can't say no to like, can you? <laughs> so, but then, but then, I got a reply from from Warner Austin, right? Off the back of that, saying, "I'll donate a hundred pound if you don't wear one of my shirts." <laughs> um. So that happened. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, I want to say. I want to say it was September time. There was a six-woman tag match between the Queen Bees, um, Lana Austin, Holly Barlow, and Shaxx. Shaxx. And I basically said, well, right, okay. Yeah, it was Shaxx, yeah. Was it Holly Barlow and Shaxx? Yeah, Holly Barlow, Shax, and Lana Austin. Um, and I, I said at the time, right, if the Queen Bees lose Queen, um, I'll, I'll stick a wee on as well. And uh, lo and behold, they lost Queen and I ended up in a one week. I remember there being... A- Six woman tag match, but it was Lana Austin, Shaxx, and Viper. That was the, the timeline, might be a bit. That was the town new. hall show in May. I think the town hall, I, 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 think this, I think I got the timeline off a little bit with that one. Yeah, that was the town hall show in May. Yeah. Um, great show, that was another great one as well. It was, yeah. And then this happened in, in the September. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. that, that, and then I thought, right, okay, fair enough. A little bit of extra money in the pot, good, good. Because I look like an absolute tit. So I thought, right, yeah, brilliant. A bit of extra money in the pot, great. So um, I uh, I did that, and I honestly, I honestly thought, right, okay, I'm I'm not going to get much interaction out of this so i thought right okay yeah this this is good this is going to be easy you know piece of piss this is this is this is going to be easy not so easy when half of the roster are your mates and uh and decide to uh to re- to really take it to the um to the next level no 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 one's going to make this easy for you if you're gonna sit there and be quiet after so long of you being as you said yourself, a loud mouth shit. <laughs> yeah. That's from you. That is yeah. from you. 
That is from me. That's payback for them. That is their time to... Ron Austin, Money Spartan, all these people, that's their time to go back at you. Well, in fairness, Lana did nothing. Lana did nothing. Yeah. We, still talk, we still talk about it now. She's still absolutely gutted that she didn't get a picture with me in that ball wig in the Lana Austin show. She did gutted. She's still gutted about that. Um, there are still pictures, though, of you. Oh, so, yeah. Is that? Oh, um, yeah. And Molly took your glasses, which was... Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> so I wasn't meant to... I wasn't allowed to talk during the interval either. Um, and Spartan had, had brought her parents along. Yeah. It was, it was quite funny because it, it was like one of the first times that, that they'd seen a wrestle. Mm-hmm. And I went up, like I went to the, the merch table. Obviously, can't speak, can't speak, and she's going. Uh, so, so this is this is uh, Charlie, and he, he's doing this this uh, charity thing, and he's being so rude, not talking to us, and it's like. Right, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be in. <laughs> this, this is gonna be a bit of a thing. So um that happened. Uh and I raised one thousand three hundred and ninety quid nearly one thousand four hundred quid um, in for the Christie uh, cancer charity. Yeah, it is insane. It's ridiculous. Awesome. It, Absolutely it, awesome. That's brilliant. It's, it's, Anything beats for Christie is amazing, but that it's amount of money. It's ridiculous how, how, how much that took off. It, it, was, like, it was just a small idea. It was a tiny idea for me to go, right, I need to give back here. Oh. And then it, escalated, then it escalated into that, and I'm like... Ooh, shit. Thing is, with that right. though, like we know, like, we all know what's what's at stake, and we all know what what you're putting into it. We all know where the money's going. It's a great cause. Why not yeah. go? Why not go all out? And we did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I didn't kick up a fuss with the bomb wig and the Lana Rustin shirt because I thought, you know what. It's fun. If I make myself look like a tit, people will put money into the pot. It's that <laughs> simple. I mean, you should be used to that anyway. You just make well, bigger I'm a tit anyway, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Just make yourself look like a bigger tit with a blonde wig and an Arnold Austin shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you are, um, if I'm correct, you're planning... I get booking a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, right. So... Yeah. Uh, um, it's like where all those grey hairs are coming from. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so first, first things, first things first. Right before this, this show comes about, um, I am doing uh, a 10k in July um, for for the for the Christie. Um, Charlie's 10k for Christie. Um, yeah. Yep. What, what a shitty little name that is. Um, <laughs> it's for Christy. Who cares? It's for Christy. Um, um, I've, I've raised over a grand for that already. That's that's 
what like two months of the grants I've raised over a grand. Like that's ridiculous. Can't argue um, with it, can you? Can't argue with it. But this, this was an idea that I came up with originally. As I was came, as I was coming up with sit down, shut up. At the, at the time, I thought, right, that's never going to happen. You know, I, I've not got the connections that I need to be to be doing it. So put it to the back of your head. Um, and then it's nearly a couple of years ago now. Jesus Christ, it's, it's this it's this year, isn't it? It's this last year and a, a year and a half. Like so. I spent a fair bit of my podcast with Holly basically saying how 2020 was a complete write-off, so right. don't worry about it yes. at all. It was just a so, complete write-off of a year. So I had I had catch uh catch pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um we we started talking and we, they said to me, well, why don't we do a charity show? You, you can you can book the card as you see fit, um, and we'll see what we can do. And at that point, I'm like, okay, shit, this is actually happening. This is an actual <laughs> thing. Oh my god, it's like. Fuck. Um, so uh, that that came about, um, and I honestly didn't think that people would be even in the slightest bit interested mm. of jumping onto a project that somebody who is basically a nobody um, came up with. Um, And then, (laughs) and then I put the call out and it's like, all right, yeah, this, this could definitely be a thing now. Um, And it's like, right, okay. Just, Just a quick Plug here now because I'm just going to put it here now because they're they're doing the whole show with me anyway. Their second show on July 24th at the Manchester Academy, which is the second Great British Heritage Tournament to crown the inaugural Capra Wrestling Women's Champion. the belt is an absolute beauty. I've, yes. I've, I've seen it. It's an absolute beauty. Um, so, so far, you, you've got people like um, uh, Chantel Jordan, uh, the descending angel Lucia Lee, uh, Alexis Falcon was, was announced that, uh, this week, um, Rio, uh, Clementine, uh, that prick Lizzie Ivo, um, you know, it, it's good. It's a good little, good little tournament. And yeah. You've got a few, got a couple more names to be announced for that, and then you've got a tag team match um, pitching uh, the the Heritage, who cost 
uh, who attacked Joe Nelson, sorry, at the last show, or, or Kid Lycos too, at the last show, um, after he won the Great British Heritage Tournament, the first one. Uh, and they'll be going up against uh, Lycos Jim, uh, Kid yeah. Lycos and Kid Lycos too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's the Manchester Academy as well, so no messing about. Anyway, so if you've got any time or money, make sure to get down. It's it's like for the card for the card that you're getting for like seventeen pound fifty. For seventeen pound fifty, and you're not gonna like come on. Yeah, exactly. Um, just, exactly. Just get in. Just get in. Like, um, anyway, so this this sort of became a thing, and I'm like, right, okay. Um, and yes, I can say this on the podcast because it's not going to happen. So the original the original plan for me was they wanted me to do something with um, with JJ Webb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna. They said, right, uh, we're gonna put you on commentary with JJ Webb. Uh, that would be interesting to see. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! Right, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. But the thing is, the thing is with me, and this is what I said to to, to management was. One of the things that I want out of this show is unpredictability. Mm. I don't want people looking at what's going on or the card that's being announced and going, right, this is going to happen. Yeah, I get that. Absolutely not. I want, I want people going in there with some uncertainty. With a little bit, with a little cog in in their mind going, right, okay, is this really going to happen? Is this going to happen? You know, being being a fan for so long, I know how disappointing it is to walk out of a show feeling underwhelmed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, talent's not through the roof because it is it's absolutely through the roof don't you dare sit there and tell me that the scene is dead it's not I will tell you you know that there's uh, made to last young guns uh, Merseyside mercenary squad you've got for the women you've got people like Gia Adams and Ivy and and uh, Lizzie Evo and Holly Barlow and um, you, you know, men wise, you've got people like DDL, um, JJ Webb, uh, you know, the list goes Joey, on. Joey Hayes, Chrissy, you can Joey Hayes, Joey Hayes, Sonna Durson, Big Joe, Big Joe, the list goes on, the list goes on, Will Cruz, you know. So it's it's doable. Anything to, but I never thought in in any circumstance it would ever get to this point where I'm going right. I'm actually going to be running a show here. Mm. 
it's it's it must, so, it must be surreal it's so weird to me it's so weird it's <laughs> so, so it's so so weird yeah and it's, it's even weirder that i'm not going to be sat on the front row watching this show unfold that's the weirdest thing that's the weirdest thing you're gonna be aren't you you're gonna be I don't think people want to see me flapping backstage because somebody's missed their fucking entrance cue or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's insanely difficult to run a, run a promotion, to run a show. It's so difficult. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a skill in itself. Yeah. That really, <laughs> It's something I think a lot of people take for granted. It's a skill in itself, and you have to do it right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's like that's why that's why Future Shock have been going for sixteen years. Yeah, that's consistent why brilliance. That's exactly consistent. That's why places like Tidal have done so well. Yeah. Like in the little vegan cafes, and they've they've moved now from the vegan cafe, which got knocked down, to to the Leeds City Museum. The Leeds City Museum. Why? There you go. I'm not being funny, but you can't be shit at, uh, running a show and running a place like that. Exactly. I agree, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I agree. Um. Places like look at uh, what what culture did, what Defiant did. Mm. Like they went to the states. They sold one thousand three hundred tickets at a time in these massive ice hockey arenas. Um, you know, it's it's ridiculous how like. You look at promotions like Pro- Progress and ICW now, who are a regular feature on the WWE network. I still like, can't believe that now. Come on! I still can't believe that now. It's it's weird to me in it's the best so, way. It's so weird. Um, but you know, uh, over over the over the years. Uh, because of uh, my well mouth and my inter- I've had some interesting interactions in the past. Uh, some some funnier than others. Uh, I it's coming up to, to the three to the three year no four year anniversary that I bought Jushin from the Liger gravy and chips. Um, and he had seriously right so he had absolutely no idea what this was no idea what gravy and chips was but he he was hungry and he needed something to eat he was hungry and he needed needed something to eat he was hungry right it was the only people (laughs) and he he, yeah yeah it it was funny it was funny Um, and then there's uh, oh, a couple of years ago. I can't believe I keep having to say a couple of years ago now. 
Right. So, yeah. couple of years, <laughs> couple of years ago, I, uh, my dad and I went down to Camden, Camden, uh, the electric ballroom for, mm-hmm. um, like the Progress National Progression Series. Um, and I, I spoke to the to the ring announcer or the MC at the time, Jim Smallman. Oh yeah. And, yeah. I, said, and I said to him, right, I'm coming down from from Manchester. My dad has no clue what I'm doing here. Um, will you take the piss out of him for me? Um, and he did exactly that. Um, Good. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> Yeah, good. It, it was absolutely hilarious, but my dad, the wouldn't, progress. my dad wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the day. It was for the rest of the week. Sorry, it was absolutely fuming. Um, <laughs> so oh, uh, they they did. I don't know. Did I did I ever show you this? Um, I don't think so. If if I've not shown you this, I'll send you the, the video after this. Yeah. Um, so he came up with this this quote came up with the idea of um, a dad off, right? So there was yeah, another right. a, another bloke a couple, couple of rows down from me who'd also brought his dad. So they got him up as well. So it was it was his dad versus my dad, right? In in this that in this, never ends well. In this in this dad off, right? So <laughs> so the first thing uh, he, he sort of asked was was what's what's your job? Uh, and my obviously first thing he said to me dad was well first of all you're australian so fucking good start for you you're not gonna get any you're not gonna get very far there um so he obviously said oh right i'm a physio so he took the crowd didn't know what to do so he didn't know whether or not to cheer or boo so the boy just stood there and went oh well he went to school oh yeah yeah Compared him to a, a character in Neighbours, you know. Oh um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. It was, it was bad. Um, but what, what made this, this even funnier was the bloke that that he was, he was facing in this dad off was a retired London Underground train driver. So okay. he had no fucking chance. He had no chance. Not in London. He had no chance. Um, anyway, he lost. Yeah. He lost. Um, yeah, that, that was something. And then the, the month after Helena and I went to the show in Manchester and we ended up, I, put, I ended up on the guest list pushing in front of 300 people that had queued there since 10 o'clock in the morning to, to get the best seat. And we just turned up and we had this big burly security guard come to us and go, you, you're expected in. It's like, right, yeah, okay. Well, they loved you. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's one thing we love in, in Britain, it's queuing. If it's one thing we love even more, it's when you see someone on the guest list 
after you've been queuing for about five hours, walk straight in. Oh, you know, oh, we love it. We love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. Um, but the the best thing about the the whole British wrestling thing for me, and we mentioned it before, was it, it, it's it's like it is like a family, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in a position now where I. I'm basically going to, to shows and I'm watching mates, actual mates, absolutely kill it. Yeah. You know? I, the weirdest thing for me is, um, I'm going to go back to Future Shock having interviewed after the bloody roster. So I don't know how, it's going to be very odd. My mum's looking at it going, oh, you're going to go back as a vocal celebrity. I'm like, this is weird to me. I love it. They're wrong, but yeah. like, they're gonna look at me go like, like Alibaba, Ethan, Big Joe. I was like, great. I've interviewed all of them. And like, it's mad to me that I that I've interviewed a lot of the lost. Like, well, not a lot. Like, and then you interviewed Molly Spartan before her. Well, I don't want to say it. It wasn't be- before. I Yeah. Um, Kanji, Kanji got injured. 
Poor old soul can't really seem to catch a break because every single time she gets up there, she gets knocked right back down by an injury and it's awful. God help her, it's, it's awful. It sucks. It really does suck. Sometimes that's the case. So she had to um, relinquish the title uh, and... You know, there was there was still a match. Like you know, Lizzie played on the fact that Liverpool were playing. So she said, "Oh well, uh, you're you're chatting pure shit. You're not injured. I'm fucking missing Liverpool playing because of you. Get out of it." Um, so she, she she faced Lana instead, um, and 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 she and she won the title. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right, yeah, okay. It, and the moments, being there for moments like that, yeah. for like gen, people, people that like away from from the glitz and the glamour and the lights and everything else, I like gen, you know, you, you genuine mates with. It's like it's okay. like watching the young guns finally win the titles. Yeah. That yeah, was such yeah, an emotional that, moment. That and got me. That got me. The young right. guns are such great lads. Ethan's such a great lad and I both are they're both, they're both amazing. Both such great talents and it's just it was such an emotional moment watching them win the titles watching so many people from janet to lucy openshaw crying it's just they even got yeah 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 absolutely it was it was was fantastic like that was a that was a great little moment um a couple one or two months ago i watched that match back Incredible. So um, yeah, it's it's weird, but it's so so nice. It's so so nice um, because honestly, if I if I didn't if I wasn't who I was, mm-hmm. um, being you know being gobby and doing all this and yada yada yada, we'll talk about JJ Webb in a minute. The little prick. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I would be in a position where I'm running a show in one of the biggest venues in the city. True, true. With some of the most talented people I have ever met in my entire life, like they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. I guess it it is one like when it's one of those ones where you actually take a step back and appreciate yeah. yeah. You can take so much it's been said a couple of times in this podcast alone. You can take so much for granted. Uh, but I think one thing that this this past year has done is it's allowed us to take a little bit of a step back and look at what we've got. It's made, me, it's made me think about a lot of things. Um, a lot of things. Uh, because, like, a, a lot of things w- with me have ha- 
happen and away from the like the current situation on top of it. Yeah. Um it's it's been it's been like quite quite a, a ride, quite a bit of a an interesting thing to go through. Um but yeah, it's it's made you think. Yeah, it does. It does. And one of the things I think you've been thinking of yeah. is getting in the ring. Right. Of letting Lizzie train you. The person oh. you've tackled for so long now right. has power over you. Now has, he, now has the absolute pleasure of punching me in the face. Yeah. In the shit out of you, yes. Yes. So they have a poor case headbutting you. This, this don't, should... don't, don't, don't. It's uh, so right, <laughs> right. So the story, story behind this, right, was uh, I, I just sort of think, I just sort of thought, right, after after, after doing, after sorting out the ten k, I'm saying to myself, right, okay, I'm going to do this ten k. Which is a massive thing for somebody with cerebral palsy, by the way. Huge, right? huge, perfect. Like, like my my mobility isn't the best. Mm-hmm. So so for me to do something like a ten k is massive. So I thought, you know what, I'm I'm gonna start like uh, shooting off some emails to some schools, and I did exactly that, and I got two rejections from two schools because of the facts. Um, I, th- I think they were a little bit worried that I've got cerebral palsy and they hadn't taught anybody with the needs that I do, which I completely understand. Yeah, I, th- I can understand it. I completely it's a difficult understand. One. Um, so, to, 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 for those who, who aren't who aren't aware, like Lizzie, uh, Lizzie Evo is, is my best friend. She's my best mate. Um, so I, I, I sort of, I sort of rang her that, that, at that time, and I just said, "Look, I've got I've got two rejections from from." two schools here and I've got no clue where to go next because I don't want to be traveling to the other side of the country to have to to be able to, to train. Yeah. Um so she said to me, right, that's enough of that shit. You know, we're not we're not listening to all that bollocks. Um I'm I'm becoming one of the head trainers of, of uh, the, the new school that TNT have, have launched, CORE, um, which coincidentally is open tonight. Um, yeah. as, as we uh, record this. Uh, so she, she said to me, uh, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, one of the things that sort of stick with me that sticks with me is, is she said, uh, 
train, <laughs> training you will, will be like not training a normal person because you're a mate. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was, that was, that was nice. That was nice. Um, and that, that was a point uh, a few, a few weeks ago that, that she, she, she was doubting herself quite a bit, um, about her ability as, as a trainer because she'd never been a trainer before. That's not true. And that's natural, and that's that's understandable. And I just had to say, yeah, yeah. that's that's completely natural, completely understandable. I mean, you've got to put it into perspective here. This girl's twenty-two. Yeah, I know. This girl's twenty-two, and she's been wrestling eight years, right? Um, ridiculous. Uh, so. She sort of messaged me and said, look, when you put your trust in me to be the the person to lead you through it, that sort of made made a light bulb go off in my head of going, right, okay, I can actually do this. And that, that, that got to me a little bit. That's like, right, okay. This is this is like it's so nice to hear something like that. Yeah, um, it is. I'm not looking forward to that first right hook, but uh, <laughs> or that first or that first bump. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's. I'm in I'm in the right hands. That that's an, that's another thing because. We all know that over the last year and a half that British wrestling has taken a bit of a different turn um, for obvious reasons. Um, So in my mind at the time, it's like, right, okay, I can't just be training here with any old person. It's not, that's not the way it's going to work. You know, I can't just because we've also got to put into the into perspective the needs that I have as well. Of course, yeah, makes sense. Um, so I <laughs> I spoke to, to another one of my um, mates who, who's a wrestler, um, and I told her about what I was doing, uh, and she, and she said. Uh, it's fine. It's okay. I've wrestled with somebody. Uh, I've wrestled somebody with one leg. Mm. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. Like, that's um, the thing. It can be done. There's, it, the, there's certain aspects where you need to be careful. Of course, you need to look. They're gonna need to look out for certain aspects because I'm a circumstance. I was two, three years ago. Mm. Two, three years ago, if you would have told me that I would have even considered the fact, I would have laughed in your face because I was unfit. Unfit. Big time. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Unfit. So, um, that happened. Uh, but the, the, the main, like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to a new challenge, um, and I'm also looking forward to proving people wrong. 
That's the main thing. Proving people uh, wrong support. is going to be the best feeling in the world. Yeah. That is going to be the best feeling in the world. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait. Because, yeah, that... But there's nobody that I would trust more than, than Lizzie to do that with me. Because, again, legitimately, she is my, she's my best friend. Yeah, she... So... Lizzie's great. Lizzie truly yeah. is a great person in general, so... No, she's yeah. not. She's an absolute knobhead. And you... you, you, you <laughs> and you... <laughs> And that bloody scarf can be flushed down the toilet. Um, oh, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> That's what I agree with. How, how the fuck they have finished the both ones, I don't know, but she never fucking think about that. Yeah, how, how I, I, I haven't dropped an F bomb in this podcast, and that's how, made me do it. How we got those last few games, those last three games, I will never know. My God. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I'm, I'm gonna have to take a drink of room after that disgusting comment. Yeah, I think after um, that bombshell, too. I think, I think that after that bombshell of Liverpool somehow creeping its way in, this is a two-parter. Yes. And to try and hold the first part going any longer because we. We've gone for quite a while. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we move on to the second segment? Um, keep an eye on Catch Pro Wrestling's Twitter for when I uh, when the show gets officially uh, announced. Um, it's definitely going to be something that you're not going to want to miss. Um, Blood, sweat, and fucking tears have gone into this show. It's ridiculous. Um, so trust me, you're going to get a show and a half. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and then obviously you've got my other fundraiser, because one fundraiser isn't enough. So I'm going to shoot another one down your throat. Um, <laughs> I've got the 10K on the 10th of July, um, which I'm, I'm sure Adam will put the link in the description or something like that. Adam will? Yeah. <laughs> right. So there we have it. Two very noble and very great causes right there. Thank you, everyone. That is part one sorted.